Master Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Master Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Yeah, welcome back, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 689 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to answer a couple of Patreon questions. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to a brand new supporter, my friend, the Groklahoman. Let's send a big thank you. Shout out to a longtime supporter and a longtime friend, my buddy Stabby McStabwood. Let's send a thank you. Shout out to Papa Z. I want to send a big fist bump to Bafsta J. Gomez. Let's send a thank you. Shout out to Canna Organic Illinois. Let's send a fist bump to my buddy Glenn Geroni. Let's send a thank you. Shout out to Gaiuti Grows. Let's send a big thank you. Shout out to XTC Smoke. I want to send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to a very longtime supporter, my friend Nomi by my guacamole. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to the Nova Scotia Garage Grower. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen, and you know I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. I do want to send a big thank you to everybody who has loaded up the YouTube comment section with positive comments, nothing but love, nothing but positive comments. In a previous episode, I did say I was getting some, uh, I wasn't reading the comments because I was getting some funky comments. Uh, you guys promised me that you would send so many positive comments that I didn't even notice the bullshit anymore. Mission accomplished. Thank you guys. I do appreciate it. There are nothing but positive comments, nothing but love in that YouTube comment section. I have gone back to read those. Uh, I have found a lot of great love in there. I do appreciate it. I will be reading the comments more. Thank you. That did not go unnoticed. Uh, I asked for it. I got it. So thank you. I owe you a big thank you for that. Now, also, I want to do a recap from a previous episode. In the last episode, I did talk about somebody's seedling. They planted a seedling. They had it in a container with their soil or their soilless mix. I said from the best of my uh, knowledge from looking and my observations and the description that that plant was probably too wet and too cold. We did get an update. This one came from our friend and it said, I just listened to the latest episode. Thank you for listening. It says, awesome. I will send you an email this evening with more details, but the show was very helpful and I think you were right. 
too cold and too much water. So it's great to get some feedback when people agree. Uh, we know that we're actually helping people. When they say you were right, that means that we gave them a diagnosis. They know next time not to water so much, maybe make it a little bit warmer. We are correcting gardens, which is setting ourselves up for success, which is what we are all about here at the Grow From Your Heart podcast. So thank you for the great feedback. Uh, it does feel good to know that what I said, the guidance I gave, the advice that I offered was uh, helpful and that the diagnosis I gave from what we've determined was probably correct. That does, uh, feels good to know that. I don't always know that the advice I give was accurate on here. Uh, I'm talking to a camera. It takes at least three or four days for me to get any feedback. And a lot of times I really don't. So thank you for the great feedback. I'll quit rambling and move on with the show. I've been talking about a Black Friday sale. That's right. If you've been paying attention, you know that there is a Black Friday sale coming up on the iRee Genetics merch store. Excuse me for that. I hope you didn't hear too much of that. Let me clear my throat. Anyway, there is a Black Friday sale coming up on the iRee Genetics merch store. If you go to iReGenetics.com, click on the merch store, it will take you right to the merch store where the t-shirts, stickers, trays, grinders, things like that, they are there. There may be new merchandise very soon if it gets delivered this week as promised, but check back on the website for the merch. You may find some new merchandise I did not mention here. However, the point of this ramble is there is a Black Friday sale that will be happening November 25th through November 30th on the iReGenetics merch store. Again, that is the uh, t-shirts, stickers, not the other products that we do offer. That is the wearable and shareable merchandise. So check that out. The coupon code to get that merchandise at 25% off will be GFYH25. That's it. GFYH25. To make it easy to remember, that stands for Grow From Your Heart 25. So GFYH25 will get you 25% off on the iRe Genetics merch store on November 25th through the 30th. All right, now we can move on and get into the main part of this podcast episode. I do have a message from our friend Magic Mike here on Patreon. Big up to Magic Mike. Hope you're killing it. Thank you for the continued Patreon support. We'll get right to the question. It says, I made a fatal mistake by mixing a tent with your Starstruck. So he had a package of Irie Genetics Starstruck seeds and what he calls some knockoff genetics of GDP and runts. Normally, when I'm talking about a grow that went wrong and somebody got seeds, I do not mention the strains because it is not my job to, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not even going to edit that. I'm a human. That happened. My throat's clogged up today. It is not my job as a podcaster or a uh, anybody to call out another seed brand unless they're doing something malicious, unless they've got intent. We did call out one company before uh, for selling fake seeds that are not what they're claiming to be, but that's not what this is about. Most of the time, I don't say the strain names. The reason I did say that this was GDP and Runts is because they said they got knockoff genetics. They didn't get these crosses from the original makers. So if you got knockoff genetics, I'll say it was a knockoff of that. They didn't buy the real shit. So I'm not dissing whoever made GDP or whoever made the Runts. Uh, they shouldn't feel any problem because this was a knockoff product. If it was the original, I wouldn't have said the strain name. And I'm using the strain names because he talks about these strains so much in the story here that if I tried to alternate and replace it, it would confuse all of us. So I had to keep the names the same just to make this make sense. I feel like I did just did one of those uh, names have been changed to protect the innocent sort of speeches. Oh, by the way, shout out to Dabs. I'm stoned as fucking rambly. Here we go. This message goes on. It says, uh, I got some knockoff genetics of GDP and runts. The GDP hermed early and I caught it. Well, that's always unfortunate, but I'm glad you caught it. It does say, I took it out, cut the pollen sacks and sprayed the plant and the rest of the tent down with water. I happened to keep a smaller tent that I had and quarantined it. And then about two and a half weeks later, the runts hermed. All right. So uh, at one point, let's see, starstruck, what point? Hermed early. It doesn't say exactly when it says hermed early. 
Um, if it hermed early, it got further in your tent than it would have in mine. Something that herms early, something that shows obvious signs of intersex does not last long in my garden. If it shows me herm, bye-bye. I don't need that. There are plenty of seeds, plenty of plants. I don't need a headache. This is like the dating pool. This person already told me we are not compatible. Bye. Why spend another date with it? Why spend another week with it? In your case, why spend more uh, lights, air, water, soil, electricity, nutrients, time, energy? Why waste all that shit on a problematic plant? So we got further in your grow than it would have in mine if it shows intersex that early. Unless it is something magical that I've been really trying to get, I'm not even going to fuck with it. And still, I would really consider getting rid of it. So it got further in your spot than it did mine. It goes on, though. It says about two and a half weeks later, the runts hermed. It was a short and stocky plant that grows a tight pattern, so I made a point for a couple of weeks after the first intersex plant to check the others very close, including the runts. After a few weeks, I thought I was safe, but when taking them out for the first time in a week, I found what looks to be freshly popped male flowers. All right. So our friend had a GDP plant. He noticed that that was showing intersex signs. He took that plant, put it into another tent because he happened to have another tent where he could quarantine things. Good move there if you really insist on keeping that. Now, two and a half weeks later, we have discovered that the other plant in the room, which is a runt plant, is showing male flowers. So it goes on to say, I repeated what I did before, but I don't have another tent or another light. And the idea of running three tents isn't something uh, I could do. And I know I should call the runts and or the GDP. But honestly, I believe, where am I? I caught my, I believe I caught the GDP in time, but I never stopped checking it and haven't had issues with it repeating. All right. So if you think you got the GDP on time, uh, it might not throw out new nanners, new male flowers, but it could. The runts, you said you saw full on male flowers. And two and a half weeks in, that's probably going to be about three weeks because it was two and a half weeks later. Could be four weeks. Honestly, you are you have much more leeway in your garden than I do. Of course, I have access to many more seeds, many more clones. I've got a lot more backup plants. But these plants showing me intersex traits at this point of the cycle, they would be gone. They wouldn't even make it this far in my grow. I, this question wouldn't even be asked. It'd say intersex, intersex, snip, snip, bye-bye. They'd be out of there because... There are so many other seeds and clones that aren't going to give you a headache. You're already getting a headache from it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with it. So I know that further on in the question, you ask me what to do, and we will answer that. Uh, my overall answer is going to be uh, continue them because it's so far in, but don't ever grow these again, bro. Cull them, chop them. Why are you wasting your time with these? You know that they're crazy. Don't fuck with them ever again. You know that they're problematic. Don't waste time, space, energy. Growing should be uh, delightful is the overall word. Growing should be great. You should feel good about the entire process this is a headache. So you're getting a headache and fucking get rid of that. Like any, anything that gives me that much of a headache in my grow Bye, Felicia. Let me find out where we are here in this message. Cause I've got the uh, ADD and I can't find my spot, but I'm going to keep talking until we find it. It says I've also read and heard that sometimes certain cultivars will throw impotent male flowers and will not pollinate. Yes. A lot of times a plant will throw a non, uh, what, what's the word you used? Impotent. I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm going to go with it. It seems to work. Uh, they will throw flowers that do not contain any pollen. Sterile is the word I would have used. Um, that looks more like just a skinny dried up banana. It looks like a dried up flower that wouldn't do anything. If you're getting full on male flowers that are opening, it's a good chance there's pollen in there. A good chance. I didn't say for sure. But many times, yes, some of these plants can throw out male flowers that are non-viable, uh, that are sterile, that are non-potent. I guess impotent is might be the correct word. I'm going to say non-potent because impotent makes me think it can't get its pee-pee hard. Um, 
I'm going to keep going with this. It says, how would you deal with this issue? That's a really good question. Honestly, I said it before, these plants wouldn't make it this far. As soon as I saw these problems, choppity, chop, 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 these plants would be gone. But I have access to more plants and more. What may be more important is I have access to more medicine. You may be relying on these plants for medicine, which let me get off on a side tangent here. I'm going to put my finger here so I know where the fuck I am so that we can get back to this. There we go. Um, side tangent. I would never have let these plants get this big. They would have been little tiny plants. I would have tested them out to determine if they have intersex traits or if they're problematic before I grew them this far. In my last run, when I was growing bigger plants, these would have been in the side in the corner, little tiny plants showing me if they were worth a shit or not so that I could test run them. And then we grow them in big pots. I'm not, uh, what's it, I'm not talking down on you because you didn't do a test run, but that's a way to prevent it next time. That would have helped you out, especially since you've got two tents. You could be doing test runs in that second tent and full-on production runs in the big tent. Find keepers that way. Um, you skipped a step is what I think I'm trying to say. There was a pheno hunt step skipped in here. These plants should have been auditioned. You got them on the big stage. They never played open mic night. You got to give them an open mic night before you put them on the big stage, in my opinion. All right, let me get myself back on track here. I did save my space with my finger. It says, should I put the runts in with the GDP? Yes, that's. I immediately would have done that. I didn't realize you did not do that already. As soon as I saw Intersex on the other plant, it would have gone over to the Intersex Hotel, whichever you want to call that spot. I would have gone over there. Uh, to let it finish. Yeah. If you insist on finishing those, definitely put them both over there in the freak show hotel. Um, and then leave the non-intersex plant in the other room and see what's happening. It goes on to say, uh, the reason I'm trying to save it is because I'm in prohibition land and it is hard to come by. My state just now started rolling out medical, but dispensaries are a bit off still without the, uh, still without, okay, are still a bit off. There should be a comma or a period there, but not a big deal. Without these means no meds, and I will make my own edibles so I know I can use them that way if it comes down to having been pollinated. That is a, that's kind of what I was thinking. If these plants are pollinated and have seeds, it's better to have something with seeds in it than to have no medicine. You did state that the dispensaries aren't quite ready for you yet. Oftentimes in a new uh, place, the dispensaries are so expensive that it's not even accessible to patients. They say it's a medical program, but then they charge you $500 for an ounce. And how is a sick person going to have a $500 extra fucking chunk of money laying around to pay for some medicine? I get it, dude. I really do get it. I used to be there. That's part of what started... That's probably part of what starts so many people growing. This stuff is so expensive and it's questionable. You pay for a product, you get it home and you smoke it and you're like, this doesn't taste right or this tastes like pesticides or this burns like shit. Uh, if you grow it, learn about it, you got so much more passion and so much more quality. I do get it. That's why we get going. That's why I got going in this dis dissatisfied with other products. Um, if it is seeded, you can smoke it. If it does have seeds in it, it is smokable. Some people... Um, I am a seed breeder. I make seeded plants. I make a lot of seeded plants. A lot of my shit's got seeds in it. Sometimes we'll just cut off a couple of nuggets and we'll smoke, we'll dry and cure them and we'll smoke them just to see what the bud's like. I've made a lot of concentrates out of seeded material. We pull the seeds out, run the material. There's a different buzz that happens from seeded material. There's a different cannabinoid, a different terpene, a different, I don't know what it is, but it's something in that plant that you can only get from a plant that has been seeded. It's a totally different buzz. It is heavier in the stony department, like your body feels it, but also it's more psychedelic. And for me to say psychedelic, that takes a lot in cannabis because I have uh, more than delved in the world of psychedelia. I know what real psychedelics are. And for me to say that weed can be psychedelic, that takes something. So that seeded weed can almost bring on like a trippy vision, head change sort of a thing. 
So even if there are seeds in there, you can dry it and cure it and smoke it if you choose to do that. But making edibles, making tinctures, making whatever is great also. So get those seeds out of there. Uh, separate those seeds. I would recommend probably just tossing those seeds. Some people will say they're viable. You're already dealing with an intersex issue. You don't want more headaches. In my opinion, those are headache seeds. Those are bird seed. I would get rid of them. A lot of people out there are raising their fist in the air saying those are good seeds. I think intersex begets intersex. I would toss them so you don't have to deal with this again in the future. Get that material. Make the products you want to make. That will work. Let me catch up because there is more to this message. It says... I know I can still use them that way if it comes down to having been pollinated. Yes, they're still viable plants if you want to let them finish. Uh, they are intersex. They are possibly pollinating the uh, other plant that you've got in that other room. They may already have pollinated that. But if you insist on finishing them, they will be usable. However, don't grow this again. If you've got clones of that starstruck, grow that. If you've got other seeds, grow those. Do a proper pheno hunt so that you can eliminate this kind of problem in the next run. Grow some plants. Grow your legal limit. Grow them small. Don't grow them very big. Veg them for a small time. Get a clone from them. Then flower them. If you see any problems, get the fuck rid of it. When you see keepers, keep those and keep that clone forever. Create a mother plant. I think I've done podcasts on pheno hunting, selection, and mother plants, so those should help you out. I do need to find my space again. It says, also, the main reason I messaged it all is to ask you if you can tell if a plant is actually seeded or not, or do you literally have to tear open a bud to know for sure? You don't have to tear open a giant bud um, and find one little tiny nugget. Somewhere on that plant is a little, just a little shitty popcorn nugget that you can spare. Just pinch it. Just squeeze it. Seeds, by now, if it's been a couple of weeks, seeds are starting to get hard. They don't feel like normal weed, normal bud uh, feels. I almost said smells. They don't feel like normal bud would feel. Normally, the bud would be squishy, maybe spongy. Right now, there's a hard piece in there. That is your seed. If you squeeze a calyx, if you squeeze a bract, you may feel there's a seed in there. You could take off a little nug from the bottom. You could take off just one tiny nug. You're not going to ruin the whole crop. Tear it open. Give it a squeeze. Give it an investigation. You may see little white starts of seeds. You may see fully developed seeds. You may have fully ripened, hardened seeds in there. If so, you've got seeds to deal with and you've got a good learning experience, but you don't have to destroy the whole plant just to find out if there's a seed in there. As a breeder, when it comes close, when I've pollinated a plant, and I know it's almost time to cut it down. I'll take fingers and just grab a bud, just grab a nug and pull. You can pull off a couple of bracts and they'll come right off the plant and you can just roll it around in your fingers and all the material will come off and you'll have seeds in your hand. If there's seeds there, you'll definitely be able to tell. Hopefully, uh, if it was just a small intersex section of your plant that uh, sh showed intersex and pollinated. Hopefully it didn't put out a bunch of pollen, maybe just, just some sprinkles and you only got a few seeds here and there. It sounds like you caught it early. You started being proactive or at least reactive to what you found. Maybe you didn't get a lot of seeds in there. It wasn't in there for very long. Maybe it was non-viable. What's the word we used? Maybe it was impotent like you said before. Maybe it didn't make any seeds. Right now it's kind of just a wait and see game or go in there and give it a squeeze and see. But um, there could be, depending on which part of the plant was facing the plant that uh, uh, intersexed, maybe those two buds that were touching, maybe some pollination happened there, but up top, nothing happened. I noticed that in the greenhouse this summer, the plants that were right around the male plant, that perimeter was loaded with seeds. You could walk by the plant and brush it and seeds would fall out. But as you got further from that male and circumference in the greenhouse, there were less and less seeds. So depending on the how far that male was shooting his pollen, you may not have a lot of seeds or that whole plant could be busted up. It's hard to, hard to guess. 
Uh, but I'm wishing for the best for you, to tell you the truth. Now it says, um, thanks for the awesome podcast and all the knowledge you share with the Army and myself. You are very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the great uh, Patreon uh, question and also the Patreon support. I do appreciate that. It says, I hope you never stop. I do not have a reason to stop at this point. Can't stop. Won't stop. You guys feel my fire every day. Every day I wake up, my inbox is filled with more great questions, and I feel like it is kind of my responsibility at this point to field those questions. I've been given this gift of gab. I've been given this gift to understand the plants in a way. I don't try to act like I'm some major college professor when it comes to growing and cannabis. I know the plants because I've grown them, touched them, been in the grow rooms. I've got a lot of experience, and I feel if I didn't share that between the gift of gab and the the experience with the plants, something would go wrong. This is my duty. Whatever you believe in, I believe that that inspires me to teach you how to be a good cannabis grower. Without me doing that, I think that uh, I might spontaneously combust or something. I would not be doing my duty as a person. So that's my job. I'm supposed to be here teaching people how to grow. I'm also supposed to be a good dad and be a good drummer. And there are a few other things I think I'm supposed to do. So thank you for the huge compliments, bro. I do appreciate that. Thank you for the encouragement. I never will stop. And he wraps it up by saying, you've helped my game go up so far that it nearly matches my high from my last crop of orangegasm. That's good. You must be super high from that orangegasm. I hope I keep stepping up your crop because that is my goal to improve everybody's crop, to set everybody up for success. That's harder to say than it sounds. Trying to get everybody out there growing on a professional level so that people don't have to rely on dispensaries and uh, free market growers. If that's where you're getting your product, that's great. But wouldn't it be awesome if you could just grow it yourself, not have to meet some random person in a parking lot at a random place at 530 and they don't show up till six and the product they have isn't what you were hoping for. If we could all produce our own products, we would all be self-sufficient. The world would be great. Also, we can all overgrow the government one grow at a time, one seed at a time, one harvest at a time. That is the goal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. I want to thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I know the past couple of episodes have been short, but it seems to work. I'm getting a lot of clicks and a lot of views. We're popping up in the algorithm more frequently. Uh, The quicker episodes seem to work for the people with the ADD, the people that want longer shows. I put out two a week. I guess listen to those or go listen to one of our friends, our, what are they called? Sister podcasts, one of our bro podcasts, one of our fellow cannabis enthusiasts, cannabis uh, supporting cannabis community podcasts. Go support one of the other team cannabis shows out there. Um, I do appreciate it. Thank you guys. I'm fucking rambling at this point. It is time to wrap it up. The short episodes are working was my point there. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, concerns, or feedback about the short episodes, I would love to hear from you. The email address is growfromyourheartathotmail.com. Don't be shy. Reach out. Send me that feedback. Maybe I'll read your questions on the show. Maybe you'll make a positive impact and make some changes here on the podcast. Also, don't forget about the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash growfromyourheart. Everything else you need is on the website at iriegenetics.com. That was a mouthful to wrap up the end here. Really, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out. I had a fun time on this show. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. Let's give a big shout out to my buddy Quasi. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mama a hug for me. Mm